This is National Native News. I'm Jill Freitas from KMBA in Anchorage, Alaska, filling in for Antonia Gonzalez. It took four tries, but a Pacific Dataport satellite finally blasted off from a SpaceX launch pad at the Kennedy Space Center in Cape Canaveral, Florida, on Sunday night. Three, two, one, engines full power, and liftoff of Viasat 3. Go Viasat, go Falcon Heavy. Pacific Dataport hopes to serve tribes in remote parts of Alaska, where broadband service has been unavailable or cost prohibitive. For three days, the flight was delayed due to the elements and technical issues. But on Sunday, a rocket called Falcon Heavy successfully carried the satellite into space. Brian Murkowski, a spokesperson for Pacific Dataport, says the Aurora 4A will be a game changer. Remote communities will have effectively the same capabilities and services that that you would get in Seattle or San Francisco or or L.A. And furthermore, it won't cost you an arm and a leg. It will be competitive. The Aurora 4A is positioned higher above the Earth and looks down directly on Alaska, which provides some new options for broadband and cell service customers. Pacific Dataport says Aurora 4A is a first of its kind, a micro-geostationary satellite, smaller in size but with advanced technology that gives it more data capacity. In the days leading up to the National Day of Awareness for Missing and Murdered Indigenous People, Yurok tribal leaders will be participating in a series of events starting Tuesday, including candlelight vigils, testimonies, a flower drop, and more at the California State Capitol to elevate tribally-led efforts to resolve the ongoing crisis. For more information on the events, please visit yuroktribe.org. A couple public health studies are trying to prevent childhood obesity in tribal communities. Emma Vandernindy of the Mountain West Newsboro reports on their approaches. The Johns Hopkins Center for Indigenous Health launched a study to see if providing water and educating mothers would help prevent early childhood obesity on the Navajo Nation. Every week, home health coaches talked with the moms about sugary beverages, breastfeeding, and other nutritional topics. Some families also received home deliveries of water. Leon Lynn Nelson is one of the home health coaches. She says one of the main challenges mothers brought up was how their moms spoiled their babies. There was a lot of conversation along of like how to have these conversations with your parent in a respectful way of, you know what, like this is my child. I want to I want them to be healthy. The results of the Johns Hopkins study were striking. The children of parents who received water and the teaching had a lower body mass index. Rontel Hale, a participant, says she can see improvement in her son due to the study. Doing these little lessons, it's a lot of help. It also helps not just you, but also helps your little ones. Other groups have also looked into water-based solutions. A few years ago, the Notabagay III Foundation launched the Water First Learning Communities. It was a cohort of eight Native organizations focused on increasing water consumption. One group from the Jemez Pueblo in New Mexico did a school water challenge to encourage kids to drink fruit-infused water. Another group, the Tamaya Wellness Center in the Santa Ana Pueblo, found signs were the solution. It's really cool to see that they have like the sign, the sh- no sugary sweetened beverages allowed in their center, because then we're like, oh, like that, that has made an impact. That's Simone Duran with the foundation. Rolling out these projects may be slow, but she believes they have a ripple effect on the community. They are more willing to kind of make small steps, small changes. It's not going to happen, you know, overnight, the entire community is drinking water. (laughs) Hale has already shared her experience with her sister, so her kids can continue to grow healthy and strong, too. You still need that support of um, going to somebody. And that's where I would give her some of the lessons that were that were given to me. The researchers are expanding their studies and plan to take them beyond the Southwest reservations. For National Native News, I'm Emma Vandenindy. This story is supported by the Water Desk at the University of Colorado. I'm Jill Freitas.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support from the Self-Governance Communication and Education Tribal Consortium presenting the 2023 Tribal Self-Governance Conference at the River Spirit Resort starting June 26th. Registration closes June 23rd at tribalselfgov.org. Support by BNSF Railway, proudly supporting the nation's economy by moving the goods that feed, supply, and power communities across the country. More at bnsf.com slash tribal relations. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.